Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. My dear brothers and sisters, tonight our message for you is about spending the best of your time you can with your family at home, finding love and mercy at home, courtesy of the quarantine that we are in, in right now and the stay at home or shelter at home uh, uh, ordinance that we have in our communities, in our, uh, in our uh, uh, country, in our areas. Alhamdulillah, Rabbi, I mean, there's always a blessing that would come out of whatever situation we can find ourselves in. And that is, subhanAllah, that's the affair of the believer, as the Prophet said in the hadith, Strange is the affairs of the believer. Whatever goes through, uh, whatever the believers go through, will find good and khayr in there, insha'Allah. And if he's a, a, a blessed with something good, will be grateful that's good for the believer. And if the believer is afflicted with a calamity, with a catastrophe, will be patient, and that is still good for the believer. And that's not good for anyone except for the believer, a true believer. So what I want to share with you tonight, inshallah ta'ala, is a reflection on the ayah from Surah Al-Rum, which is on chapter 30, ayah number 21. Uh, it's, a, it's an ayah, uh, subhanAllah, the reason why I want to share this is because I've been uh, uh, dealing with a lot of uh, uh, requests and, and questions from family members asking from the community and other way, uh, elsewhere, asking about some uh, uh, clarification, what they could do as members of the family, what else uh, we can do together, how can we invest you know, in a relationship in a difficult time like this. And SubhanAllah, it's just like, it seems that not everybody is able to really to uh, uh, cope with the situation easily. Uh, they got used to their, their regular schedule. Uh, they always uh, um, they leave the home, they leave home to go to work, and then come back again, and they have the very very specific schedule they go through. And now that they're spending more time together, everybody's looking for opportunity right now to uh, uh, improve the relationship or do something about it. What can we do in this situation? There is no better advice that I can give my dear brothers and sisters for those who love to benefit from the time they're staying at home together. Inshallah, for all these long hours. There is nothing better than the ayah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in Surah Al-Rum. Again, that's chapter 30, ayah number 21. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَنْ خَلَقَ لَكُمْ مِنْ أَنْفُسِكُمْ أَزْوَاجَ لِتَسْكُنُوا إِلَيْهَا And among his signs is this, he says subhanahu wa ta'ala. Among his signs is this. أَنْ خَلَقَ لَكُمْ مِنْ أَنْفُسِكُمْ أَزْوَاجَ He had created for you from amongst yourselves azwaj. Which means it's created what? He created azwaj, your spouses, your mates. So that you might find peace and tranquility with them. And he placed between your hearts love and mercy, passion and compassion. Indeed, are there signs for those who reflect. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us now it's a miracle. What is the miracle here in this ayah? When Allah speaks about the creation of man and woman and bring them together to create you know, peace and tranquility in a relationship, where is the miracle over here? Well, the miracle, if you look at it, subhanAllah, the way it's miraculous is in the fact that complete perfect strangers, completely perfect strangers, who had uh, no relationship with each other before, never seen each other probably before, subhanAllah, within the course of, you know, few weeks, few months that they get to know each other, now they got engaged and then they get married and suddenly they become, and now they allow themselves to become their most vulnerable, their most vulnerable to this individual who came to, into their lives. Can you imagine how vulnerable a spouse can be to their spouse? They're vulnerable emotionally, they're vulnerable financially, they're vulnerable physically, they're vulnerable, subhanAllah, spiritually, all aspects. That sense of vulnerability sometimes is indeed what makes a relationship beautiful, really. What makes a relationship perfect and beautiful is when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable for one another. 
So when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable for one another, uh, it, it brings the power of just being you know, together and enjoying the, the company of one another and subhanAllah accepting each other's faults and, and flaws and, and move on and live together. So Allah Azza wa is bringing this as a miracle. And to understand the ayah, how, how unique the ayah was mentioned in the context of the ayat in Surah Al-Rum. In that context, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaking about many, many miracles in, the, uh, uh, the, in this creation. He spoke about the creation of, of, uh, uh, of the heavens and the earth. He spoke about the creation of the mountains. He spoke about the creation of uh, uh, different languages and cultures. He spoke about the, the creation of, of the rain and, and, the, and the clouds and, uh, and the thunder and so on. All of these magnificent creations. In the middle of all of this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose out of all the other creation, all other miracles in his creation, he chose to speak about the creation of man and woman and the creation of husband and wife, creating relationship, creating family. Not just that. He even, subhanahu wa ta'ala, began the ayah by saying, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ And among his signs is this. And in conclusion, he said also, إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ الْآيَاتِ Indeed, there are signs and there for those who reflect. It's the only ayah of that context of all these miracles where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala began by saying, it's a sign, it's a miracle. And concluded also by saying, it's also a sign, it is a miracle. Why is that? Because indeed it is, subhanAllah. Comparing to the creation of everything else, this is a very unique thing. So Allah Azza wa here is telling us it's one of the miracles in the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he created men and women and brought them together into matrimony, into marriage. Qala subhanahu wa ta'ala min anfusikum, amongst yourselves. Like it's amongst yourself. Like as if he's saying, listen, we bring you back together. That's what it means. When people get married, as if you're just bringing a piece of your life, a piece of yourself back into your life. And he says, the purpose of this is to find peace and tranquility with each other. I know a lot of husband and wife, when you hear this word, they say, are you serious? I mean, when we get married, we're supposed to find peace and tranquility. Where is that peace and tranquility you're talking about? And they're so shocked that, that the purpose of this is to bring peace and tranquility. Well, it does actually bring peace and tranquility. But everything has conditions as well, too. You have to follow the prerequisites. You have to follow the conditions for that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here in the, in the same ayah, he gave us the two major ingredients. The two most important ingredients that if you fulfill and you apply into your life, you shall find that peace and tranquility he promised. What are they? He says, Mawaddatan wa rahmah. Love and mercy. Passion and compassion. Sometimes people, they get married and subhanAllah, they're just full of passion, but they have, they have absolutely no compassion to one another. So that relationship becomes brutal, really. And some other times, people, they, have, they don't have necessarily passion, but it's all running on mercy, that's all. So it's just like uh, becoming very, very dry in that sense. Like there's no passion to the relationship until you bring them both, the love and mercy. Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah ta'ala, commenting on this concept, he says, it's just like a bird with two wings. In order for this bird to fly high and soar high, you have to exercise, you know, and use both wings. But if you use only one, how high can you go up anyway? It doesn't go, it doesn't fly uh, very much. So therefore, for those who would like to make sure that the relationship continues to be flourishing, inshallah ta'ala, and so high, make sure to bring them both, love and mercy. That is what you need to be looking for in your relationship, inshallah ta'ala. But when it comes to love, what does that exactly mean even to begin with? That's when it's a mystery, really. No one can really and truly explain love um, uh, in, in, one, in one way. Because when you go and reach and try to define love, you find definition of love as many as people who are trying to define it. But here's the thing. Love is, might be a mystery, but marriage is not. See, we can't explain what love is, how it happens. 
uh, subhanallah, people fall in love, you know, at the first sight. People fall in love in different and unique circumstances. And that's, that's unusual. That's, that's a miracle from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what is so unique and we need to look for and need to pay attention to very well is the rules of marriage that makes a relationship successful. These are just, just like the rules of physics and, and math. You don't have to like physics or math, but you're going to have to learn it to pass. The exact same thing when it comes to the subject of marriage. I don't put the rules. You don't put the rules. They put it there for us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for us to learn so we can use them. If we use these rules in our relationship, we will find peace and tranquility that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised. And the rules are many. We're not going to go over the rules right now, but I just want you to know, in order for a relationship to be successful, it's not just about being in love relationship. It actually has to also have the rules for it, which is what we call marriage in this case right now. And when it comes to the subject of marriage, like we said, there are rules for it. Just the rules of physics. You don't throw something up, it's going to have to come down. And the same thing with about relationship. You say something bad, don't expect something good to come back again easily. It's going to have to go through a lot of processes before you can get to this level of being very, very tolerant towards one another, inshallah. But remember, love is very important. The second thing is mercy, rahmah. Even though we talk about compassion over here, it's interesting that Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah ta'ala, in his book, Rawat uh, al-Muhabbin, um, uh, um, the Garden of the Lovers, he counted the, the different uh, titles of love according to the Arab culture, and then he started explaining one after the other one. He, he explained about 30 plus of them, and then he just kind of like gave up and he moved on to something else. But one thing unique that I noticed about him when he mentioned the, the different categories of love, he included mercy as one of the categories of love, which is indeed, it is a shade of love. Love has different shades. There is the love that comes with the lust, comes with tenderness, with kindness, and something comes with generosity, something comes with, uh, with, with passion, and there's also the one that comes with compassion. And that is the rahmah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about here in the Quran. And that rahmah is unbelievable. It's the thing that, that really softens the, 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 the rocks, uh, let alone the, the hard hearts. So that's when people, they start, you know, kind of like feeling in compassion towards one another. Maybe the, the love is not the, as it used to be before, but because we have kids, we spent 15 years together, we, we have done this together, subhanAllah, all these things makes people to continue the relationship because they know I need to have mercy for one another, inshaAllah, wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that at the end of the ayah, inna fi ayah, for those who reflect on this, meaning those who understand love and mercy, to bring peace and tranquility, you reflect on this, you can get what Allah subhanahu wa promised for you. Many, many people come to me for counseling. So when they ask me, uh, when I ask them, as a matter of fact, what they're looking for, one of the common things people look for in, in, in counseling, they say, we need to tell us what is right and what is wrong, which means, what is my haq, what is my obligation, what is my, um, I don't know, just tell us what right and obligation between a husband and wife. I said, this is the easiest thing I can answer. It's by the book answer, really. I can give it to you in a list, and we're done over here. But that's not what you guys need to focus on. What you need to focus on is the love and mercy. Because subhanAllah, we look at the ayat in the Quran, not so many ayat in the Quran were mentioned about the detailed rights and obligations. Allah subhanAllah mentions in general terms, which means that which is considered equitable, something considered you know, customary. So there's always negotiation over here about these issues. So if you want to focus on rights and obligations and you put things in writing, you can do that. But how many people will follow these, uh, these rules? Because when you, whenever you put conditions and rules, Guess what people focus on? They don't focus on how many of them you're gonna be implementing. They're gonna wait for the one that you break. And that's when they come and say, you see, I told you so. So instead of focusing too much on the rights and obligations, we need to look into love and mercy. Because I guarantee you, 
if you build love and mercy in your relationship, everything is going to fall in place. Everything is going to fall in place. So for my dear brothers and sisters, as you guys spend more time together right now at home, make sure to exercise that. Exercise love, exercise mercy. When it, when it comes to exercising love, make sure that you do it in a way that is meaningful to your spouse. Make sure you talk to each other about it. Tell them, you said, you know what? what, what exactly, how do you want me to love you? Give me the top five things, three things I want, you want me to do for you. Give me the top 50 things, 20 things, 100 things, I don't know. You guys know each other more than anybody else. But it's not really about just putting lists. It's about making sure that we do the right thing for each other, inshallah, ta'ala. Once you have that, and you start implementing it as much as you can. And remember that change is not an event, it's a process. You can't do this in one set or one day or one night or one even week or a month or a year. Allahu alam. I know for many people a year is too much. But if you've been married for 10 years and then subhanAllah, all these 10 years were difficult and hard, maybe it's about time that we start recalibrating inshallah ta'ala and spend extra time in doing this bismillah azza May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Make things easy for all of us, Ya Rabbil Alameen. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless you, bless your families and your loved ones. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make things easy for all of us, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And help us, Ya Allah, to build love and mercy for one another in our hearts, in our lives, Ya Rabbil Alameen. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open our hearts to love one another and have mercy to another. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to send his mercy, his tranquility and his sakina upon us, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And I ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make the relationship through this difficult time to become stronger and stronger and stronger. And Allah Azza wa Jal make our relationship successful in the dunya and in the akhirah. Wallahu ta'ala. If you guys have any question, I'll be more than happy to take a few questions, inshallah wa ta'ala. Just type them in the comment section, inshallah. And hopefully we can uh, have you with the Just make sure to keep the, the if you want to make the, the question as much as possible within the topic, that would be great, inshallah Azza wa Jal. So at least we benefit from this bismillah wa ta'ala. So bismillah. If you guys have any questions, go ahead, go for it, inshallah. Ta'ala, ask your question right now. So we have it actually here. It's running on, on, uh, on Facebook, it's running on YouTube, and also running on, on Instagram. So if any questions, I will wait, inshallah, ta'ala, for a few more seconds. And if not, then we will close the session. Ayyakumullah ya ala all the way from the UAE watching with us. Ahla wa sana bikum. Ayyakumullah. A good question for Brother Umar Abdullah is asking about uh, singles. Any advice for the singles? Uh, and, and from Nadia, she's asking, how long do you try to create mercy for another? Well, here's the thing. First of all, when it comes to uh, um, how long does it take really to create that mercy? SubhanAllah, I mean, mercy, um, it, it's really, it's just like love. It's by practice. When you practice something, subhanAllah, you, you, you start developing that passion, that compassion as well. Some people think that, you know what, they grew up in a such a situation that they can never be able to really find uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, in their hearts to be compassionate. But subhanAllah, Allah Azza wa Jal uh, is the most merciful. You'll find it, inshallah, to just keep trying and practicing with Allah Azza wa Jal. How do you practice compassion? How do you practice uh, mercy? Uh, many of it goes back actually to be grateful and also to be, uh, to be patient. Gratitude, gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what you have, and also being patient against everything difficult that you go through, you'll find yourself slowly and gradually becomes more understanding and hopefully more compassionate, inshallah, wa ta'ala. Uh, what about uh, um, those who are facing abuse in their relationship? Yeah, subhanAllah, some people just uh, 
Um, now they're sitting together and enclosed the uh, spaces and they're going through abuse. First of all, I want to make it very clear. I want to make it very, 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 very clear over here. If anyone's going through an abusive relationship and that relationship, that abuse is definitely damaging and hurtful, and specifically it goes into uh, uh, physical abuse and domestic violence, don't hesitate to call the authorities. You don't call the imam, you don't call anybody except for the authority, 911. So your safety come first. No matter what the situation is, your safety would always come first. So please make sure to do so, inshallah. And then, uh, what do we do in this difficult time? SubhanAllah, in Surah Khusrat, he says, Always respond to that which is best. Always respond to that which is best, perhaps with whom you have hostility and enmity, you become beloved ones. Only those who persevere in patience who can handle this. And I hope we are one of them, inshallah. So, how do I go about this? Keep trying. Keep trying. And remember, you're not good because of him or her. You're good because it's who you are. It's not because of who they are, it's because of who you are. And when you're doing good, inshallah, you're doing it because you, you owe it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first and foremost, and it to yourself, and then anyone else comes after that. As for the single brothers and sisters out there, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you. I hope you guys can, inshallah, ta'ala, continue at least as much as you can. Continue to, uh, uh, first of all, pursue, inshallah, social uh, relationship online, at least right now, until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you the blessing, bin-nillahi, to find, inshallah, your partner in the future, bin-nillahi, wa ta'ala. In the meantime, Wallah, increase your love, first of all, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, first and foremost, to the book of Allah azza wa jal, and to those who are related to you, like your parents, your siblings. That kind of love is unique in its, its own way. So make sure to practice this love and mercy with them, inshallah, wa ta'ala. Wallahu um, So how do we strengthen uh, our love for each other uh, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the month of Ramadan? We're going to talk about this soon, inshallah, wa ta'ala, as part of preparation for the month of Ramadan. How do you do that specifically, husband and wife, during the month of Ramadan? How can they do that? Inshallah, we'll discuss this in some other sessions. Um, uh, one of the things we learned that, that uh, my father says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the rules or mixes the rules um, uh, of marriage with reminders about his attributes. That is true, as a matter of fact. Subhanallah always speaks about any matter, or whether it's relationship or anything else in this life. Allah always uses Ar-Rahim, Al-Ghafoor, Al-Sami' Al-Basir. Because when we look into these ayat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking and reminding us that if He is the one who hears everything, He is the one who forgives subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who are we then as human beings not willing to forgive one another? If He is the one who is willing to forgive anything, you should, you should uh, uh, take one of those beautiful attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, apply some of it to you into your life with Allah azza wa jal. Um, some people need to work... Um, on themselves before they are actually able to fix their relationships with their partners. Absolutely, this is Muhammad Hamdi. I agree with you 100%. You know, if you're not happy uh, yourself, if you're not happy, you can't make anyone else happy. If you want to make someone else's happy, you need to be happy yourself first, which means if you would like to fix a relationship with someone else, you need to start working on yourself. You need to start working on yourself. And, and that is something uh, um, in relationships, very important. Many, many people, and that's the problem, subhanAllah, when it comes to people trying to find adil and justice in a relationship. Look at the words in the Arabic language. The word is called adil. Adil means justice, means fairness and justice. And there's another word called adil. For those who don't understand the Arabic language, or at least their ear is not familiar with the Arabic language very well, the word adil and adil doesn't make difference to them because it sounds the same thing. But that's the unique thing about the Arabic language. Adil, ayn, dal, lam, actually means justice. And adl 
Ayn Dad Lam is completely opposite, injustice or abuse in this case. I was mentioning the Quran and the context of the marriage and divorce. The irony here is that uh, between Adil and Adil, there is a thin line, like between justice and abuse, there's a very fine line. A lot of people, they miss that, they go through it without knowing that. So while we're trying to be fair in a relationship, we commit a lot of injustices towards one another. So make sure that you work on yourself. Like consider yourself the one who's making the mistake before you start believing somebody else. And when you do that, inshallah, we hopefully you'll find peace and tranquility. Khair, inshallah. Zakumallah khair for all the brothers and sisters who have been with us here. Inshallah, we will continue. And soon, we will start working on the Ramadan program. And more of these topics will come soon, b'inillah ta'ala, for you. So uh, 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 keep coming back, inshallah, inshallah, if you have any questions or any topics that you would like us to talk about, send something in the comment section. We would love to hear from you. Barakallah fikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.